Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Hey, how's everyone doing? Hello, hello, hello. Shalom. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, Rahu Bad. And uh, just what's up, everyone? This is your host. This is Shiloh, also known as El Might Act. On Facebook and L underscore Shiloh Nine on Twitter. What's up, everyone? And on YouTube, uh, I'm also known as Girl One Two Three Boy Four Five Six. What's up, everyone? I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute, and I just thought I would drop in and I'll give you this um, quick positive words. I've had people reaching out to me and asking me that I've gone to your blog talk page and you don't have any recent shows and where you've been and when you're going to upload some new shows. And, um, you know, I just had to uh, let them know that uh, I have um, a nice little catalog of information and wisdom in my blog talk um, radio archives that you can benefit from uh, when um, you can't get a updated show um, a lot of my archive shows are there. They're free. You don't have to pay for them. All you have to do is either have a Blog Talk Radio account to access access them or a iTunes account. You can uh, also uh, just type in uh, Nine My Sacred Sisterhood uh, Frequency or type in, I think, Shiloa and all of my um, Blog Talk Radio podcast should pull up. Okay, uh, I don't have a lot of time, so I have to make this quick. But, um, yeah, I am doing good. And so the title of the show is No Worry, Nine Mind Sisters. I'm good, and I am. I really am. Uh, I've been working on myself, and, of course, um, you know, I've been about the uh, create a better me and love yourself more. And, you know, I'm still on that campaign. You know, I'm all about... Uh, making a better me and loving myself and uh, just living the best life that I can. Uh, I'm in this phase of my life that uh, I I just don't want to dwell on the hurt. I don't want to dwell on pain. I don't want to dwell on uh, Blackistan. I don't want to dwell on gender wars. Um, None of that stuff is uh, affecting me personally. Uh, I do know that a lot of sisters out there, uh, a lot of the young sisters, uh, they may be still being confronted with those issues. And, of course, myself and there's a lot of other women, thankfully, who are on social media, on YouTube, and on Facebook who are now addressing this I- issue uh, with a vengeance. And I am so glad because now I know I've got help and I, I just don't have to, I, it just doesn't have to be anymore. It just doesn't have to be just me anymore. The sisters have, uh, they have <laughs> heard the call, and they are really, really, really uh, just on board, um, just just out there putting out such great content, such positive information. Uh, they are a part of the awakening. They are warning young black girls uh, who to stay away from. And, you know, that y'all know that that was my issue, that, you know, being an orphan, I was very, very upset that black women hadn't given me the game on life, on racism, on men, on, you know, just bullshit. You know, I was like, how the hell that have I been around black women my whole entire life and they didn't give me the damn game 
game on nothing. They didn't give me the game on pimping, not when it came to the black church. They didn't give me the game on the black preacher. They didn't give me the uh, <laughs> the game on the Greek fraternities. They didn't give me the game on racism. They didn't give me the game on colonialism. They didn't give me the... Um, the game on the abuse that just black women suffer in silence every day and, and how black girls, especially the very, very dark ones, are just, just immediately hated and disrespected. And it was because of my anger of that black women should be giving black girls and other women the game on life. It is our job to give each other the game. And instead, what were we doing? We were listening to black men. We were sitting up in church listening to black men. We were sitting up in mosques listening to black men. We were sitting up in the black power and uh, black African power conscious camps listening to black men. And black girls were being deprived of very needed and necessary survival information because black women, we were not talking to one another. So that's why I created my social media platforms. It started off as venting and ranting and just being angry and just being so mad and just praying to God to kill everybody, really. I was like, you know what, this is a hopeless cause, God. We Just kill everybody and start all over. I really don't think we can heal from this. I don't think we can recover from this. The hatred of black-on-black hatred is just so out of proportion we're not going to make it. We are cannibalizing ourselves. And so I came on my platform and I vented, and I uh, vented by, you know, giving you guys my experiences uh, as an orphan who I never knew my mother, never knew my father. Uh, I was raised in state foster care. Uh, I was in group homes. I was in an orphan home. And I kind of just gave you all an experience of what black people taught me as a little black girl with no family, no mama and daddy, about who I was and, um, you know, who my tribe was. And what I found out is that black people didn't see themselves as a tribe. Black people did not see them as see themselves as a unified group, uh, that we had a lot of division amongst ourselves. We were very cliquish. And the hatred, oh, my God, I could talk all day on the hatred of black women against black women and especially against black mothers and especially against poor little black girls. And being that I was one of those poor little black girls that got abused by a black woman, oh, yes, the very foster, the very foster home I got taken out of, it was a black woman. It was the abuse of a black woman, an older black woman. She was no, no relation to me. Um, you know, the state found that uh, myself and my brother were being abused and neglected, so we were removed from this care, and I found out later on that I was left in the care of this woman, uh, whose name I will not name. She, I'm sure she's dead by now, by my own mother, who having, what, five kids? I think she had five kids. I was the, the last set of twins, and uh, I don't know what scams they was running back then. Back then, I guess, if you had so many kids, the state welfare was only going to send you so much money. So what they would do is once they cut off the money, once you had the number, the limit of kids that they was going to give you welfare for, what you would do was take any extra kids find somebody else who would take them and let them claim them 
collect the money, and I guess y'all split up. I don't know what the hell was going on, but you know what? I got caught up in that, and I had a brother that got caught up in that, and that's how we ended up in foster care. But um, th- that was it. I-, I had not been given the li- the game in life by black women, and I had been around black women all my life, and all I saw was depressed black women, unhappy black women, unloved black women, unkept black women, mad black women, bitter black women, beautiful black women with very, very low self-esteem. And it was just like every time I ran across black women, their life was one of sorrow. Uh, Their life was one of just, uh, I just didn't see happiness and fulfillment. There was a lot of body shame. So I didn't see black women who were very, very comfortable in their skin. They were not comfortable with their bodies. And I found out later um, that it was due to the rape and molestation. Almost every black woman had been raped and molested as a child. And nobody was talking about this. Nobody was sharing this. And this hatred that black women built up against women and girls because when your mother does not protect you from rape and molestation and child abuse, yeah, you're going to grow up hating something. You're going to grow up hating your mother, and you're going to grow up hating aunties. You're going to grow up hating whoever you feel like, you know, uh, allows you to be victimized. If it was supposed to have been an older sister who was supposed to have been babysitting you, then, yeah, you're going to grow up hating women. And I encountered a lot of these black women full of self-hate, and I just could not understand where all this hate was coming from until I began to hear the stories. And when I started beginning to hear the stories, then I was, I was like, okay, now I get it. And story after story after story So when I created the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood Cosmic Frequency platform here on Block Talk Radio, it was all about it's time for us to tell our story. Because a lot of times in history, the side of the black woman is never told. It's always told from the black man's perspective. You know, the black men are the ones who codify the history and the information So every time we get history, it's never told from a woman's perspective, especially not a black woman's perspective, especially not from an oppressed woman's perspective, an oppressed, abused black woman's perspective. These women's stories are never told. And even to this day, you'll get marches when they kill little black boys. You'll get marches for when they kill black men. all the video recordings of the shootings of black men, but like I said, when little black girls die, no marches, no recordings, no Black Lives Matter, nothing. And black girl, little black girls die and suffer every day, and you hear nothing about it. No flowers, no Al Sharpton, no Jesse Jackson, nothing. We only get media attention when it's a male, a black male who is murdered, killed, or whatever. But when the black girls get killed, you would think black women would be marching in the streets. But we're not in the streets when our little black girls get mistreated. 
and that's a shame. So that was just uh, some of the uh, subject matter that I was bringing to the attention on my platform, and um, thankfully other people have tuned into uh, my shows. And, you know, I'm not a professional media personality. Uh, I never wanted to be in media. I never thought I was cut out for media. I, I don't even like to listen, hear my voice on the radio, okay? I don't even like it. But this was like therapy for me, and um, so I feel like I, I hope I've helped someone by sharing my story and just putting out this information. And like I said, the impact now that all over YouTube, you got sisters teaching all over Facebook, sisters are teaching. So they're getting the word out there. They're understanding that if we don't help little black girls, they will not be helped. There is no advocacy for little black boys and there's no advocacy for little black girls. Black men should be advocating for little black boys, and black women should be advocating for little black girls. But we're so busy advocating for grown-ups. The grown-ups are not the weaker of society. And I've always said that America is so, so, so backwards. We do everything in reverse. It's like someone got a reverse spell on us. We sit up there and protect the strong, and then we sit up there and we just leave the weak to themselves. And the weak are the women and children. The women and children have no one to defend them, but black men are always being defended. Even in our relationships, you'll see a black woman, you talking to my man? Bitch, you can't talk to my man. I'm like, why are you defending him, girl? That's a grown-ass man. He grown? He having sex. Why do you feel the need to defend him against another bitch and you got three, four kids at home that you won't stand up for? I don't get how we want to defend the strong and then not defend the weak. And that's why America looks the way it looks. And until we fix it, if we don't fix it, we're done. And I'm done because, like I told you, I already checked out. I, I, I know how to go in my damn bubble. And, like, you know what, when I emerge and see the ashes and the flames, I was like, you know, what, what did we expect? You got a country who do not defend children. You don't defend black children. You don't defend children are not defended in America. Children, I feel so sorry for children. All children get abused. It ain't just black children. All children get abused over here, and it is a crime how we mistreat children. It is, and it's the adults who are doing it. Why? Because they were harmed and abused and exploited and mistreated, and, you know, like they say, hurt people grow up to repeat the hurt that was inflicted in them. You become very cold-hearted. You become very indifferent, and you you know what do we say? Well, you know I, I I had to go through that when I was young, and nobody came and rescued me, and I turned out all right. Well, you know maybe you didn't turn out all right. You can look around the world and see that a lot of people who thought they turned out all right, you didn't turn out all right because you have no love in your heart. You don't know how to love. You don't know how to be concerned. You don't know how to care anymore. And when you can sit back and watch children be hurt and do nothing about it, see, when adults sit back and allow children to be hurt and do nothing about it, guess what? Your turn coming. So as we are watching black adults be hurt, you know why black adults are being harmed? It's because we have a history, generations 
of letting black children be harmed. We told them to shut up, be quiet, don't say nothing. And now it's your turn to get what you allow innocent children to get, to be harmed, and no one got them justice. And now we're seeing a world full of what? No justice. See, justice starts with treating your children right. It has to start with the children. Okay, all right, I'm going off into a little tangent. Sorry about that. Uh, Let me go ahead on and read this, and then I'm going to close out the show. I thank you all. Thank you. Share the shows. Um, and And shout out to all the sisters on social media doing your thing. And I'm not calling no names because it seems like every time I shout out some names, these same females come with some bullshit that I'm not for, you know. I'm not for swirling and I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not against interracial dating but when you sit up there and give our sisters advice that they should only be going after white men that's that's I'm not down with that. I told y'all I was with the big towel black women going their own way and then to find out they were going their own way to go find white men. I'm like, well, wait a minute, because y'all know I'm about sacred sisterhood. You know, I'm a sacred sisterhood. I'm a sacred celibate sister, and so I'm not about going in the way the man has been the abuser. The man has been the serpent, and that's both white and black. So I don't know why you would leave the black serpent to run back to the white serpent when the white man is who taught the black man for three, four hundred years how to rape and abuse you, black woman. <laughs> so I don't understand black women talking about, well, we ain't going to fuck with black men. We going to go get us a white man. Oh, you done forgot the three, four hundred years of the white man training your white black man and letting him watch him rape your grandmama them? You done forgot that, honey? And now you saying the black man ain't shit and the and the white man is gold? Girl, please. When I found out Boyk Tide was on that shit, I was like, oh, excuse me. Let me backtrack. You bitches is not on the same shit I'm on. I'm on Sacred Sisterhood. Because I tell black women, until you learn to love yourself, all men are going to abuse you. Until you sit up there and find value in every black girl that is born, you can't sit up there and say, well, it's just mine. No, every black girl got to matter. When they say black lives matter, that means black little girls and black little boys. It means both their lives matter. And you got these mammies who's only programmed to, to see that uh, if you ain't got a penis, you don't matter. And it's been black mammies pushing that black girls don't matter. And all the black girls, all black women, whores, stripping, sex worker. Okay? That could not happen if if, if women weren't co-signing on the disrespect and devaluing of black girls. That could not happen unless every woman in America was cool with that shit that black girls have no value. Ain't no way in hell you got a strip club in every state and the only good-paying job for a dark-skinned black girl or a black woman is stripping and sex work, (laughs) and you women ain't took it to the streets, you women ain't boycotted, you women ain't turned up. It's because, yeah, you in agreement with the shit that black girls don't matter. 
So until Black Girls Matter, every black girl and black women get up off their black asses and act like Black Girls Matter, I'm on the war path with all you bitches. I'm on the motherfucking war path with all of you. So either black and all that running to a man, no man is gonna have respect for you until you have respect for yourself and respect for the girl children you put here. Period, point blank, period. So you can run to a Mexican man, you can run to the Asian man, you can run to any of these men because all men think alike. Men aren't different. Men are not different. If you want a man respect you, you got to motherfucking have a sisterhood that demands respect as a girl child. You can't wait till you grown up and like, well, you know what? I'm cute and I done went and got my breasts and my booty done. Now I deserve respect. No, girl, it don't work that way. Your ass don't deserve no respect. Your breasts, your artificial breasts and your artificial ass don't deserve no respect from no man. You got it twisted, honey. It's so many black women who, y'all just so twisted. That's why I can't even be in y'all company and talk to y'all, but I'm so glad that there are women out there who are now taking upon themselves to gently teach you because, see, I don't know how to gently teach. I, I told you I was an orphan. I was robbed of everything. I was robbed of mama, daddy, cousins, sisters. So I come across, you know, kind of very angry and hostile, but guess what? I have every right to be because look at what I was robbed of. Because my mama didn't make good decisions. You see what I was robbed of? So, hell yeah, I'm mad. I am the angry orphan, but guess what? I'm still, uh, uh, I'm not angry enough to know that it's wrong to disrespect girl children. I understand that it's wrong for you to hate your black skin. I know it's wrong for you to bleach your skin and not like your hair and not even bother to learn how to wear your hair. I know all that's wrong. But y'all been taught wrong, and then you want to make excuses for why you was taught wrong and how you shouldn't fix it. You fix it so the next generation can have a better life than the one we had. That's why we're supposed to fix it. Yeah, my life was already fucked up. I was robbed of everything. I never had sisters. I never had brothers. Never had birthdays. I was robbed of everything. But do I want that for the next generations of little black girls? No, I do not. Are black men damaged? Yes, they are. And they're damaged to the point where they are not, they're not able to be fathers. So having sex with men and creating life and making babies with men who are too damaged to be fathers, bitches, close your legs. I closed mine 15 years ago. Close your fucking legs. It's as simple as that. Teach black women to close their legs, and if we all closed our legs, and you close your legs to all men, See, the damage that's been done to us is so, so extreme, it's going to take all of us closing our legs to get this shit back on track. Y'all feel like, well, I ain't finna go. I'm just going to close my legs to black men, but you know what? My legs is wide open to anybody else. No, that's not solving the black girl dilemma. No, black legs need to be closed to all men until we work on self. 
and until we learn how to be mentors on a 24 365 basis to all black girls until we understand that no black girl should be left behind until we go out on that page. Y'all shouldn't even have fucking nowhere on your mind. But you bitches are so selfish. Black women are some selfish. I mean, y'all just done turned into the thoughts and everything that they done sung about in these songs, and y'all need a serious cleansing and detox. Now, I ain't going to say you need Jesus, but you need some kind of spiritual cleansing. Because running to man when man is who puts you in this condition. Who fucked up your black man? The white man fucked up your black man. So when you talk about the black man ain't shit, they don't protect us, they don't know, and all that's true. All, all that's true. But who you think Set the example for your black... I'm talking about us over here in North America. It was the white man. It was the white colonizers that raped you in front of the black man and showed him how to treat you like you was nothing. So for y'all to put a white man, a Mexican man, and all these other men up on the pedestal when they the ones set the example of the black man on how to dehumanize you, and, and, and they dehumanized him too. That's why he don't know how to show respect, show love. He was, de- he was raped and dehumanized too. So you got to show some mercy and some sympathy for our history. It is a horrible history, and we need to confront it. We need to face it, and we need to make these motherfuckers pay us some reparations. But when you're going to go to the slave master and marry the slave master, fuck the slave master that enslaved you and the black man, you think he's going to turn around and pay you reparations and you land with your mammified ass up in his fucking bed? Bitch, he ain't going to give us nothing with you hoes thinking like that. Don't you want these people to pay for what they did to us? You can't make them pay by saying, by you tooting your black ass up and sashaying around like some fucking plantation whore. You can't go from whoring for the black man. Well, you know, well, since I ain't going to be the whore for the black man, I'm now going to be a whore for the Asian man. I'm going to be a whore for the Mexican man. I'm going to go after a, a, a Jorge Latino. Girl, sit your ass down. Close your legs and get your mind and your spirit right. Good God. We so selfish. Think about the next generation of black girls that you want to teach how to love being black and how the hell are you going to do it, land up with Mr. White Man. How are you going to set the example for the next generation of black girls of how to be black and love being black, love being proud to be a black woman of honor and dignity because you over there with Mr. White Man. No, you finna be a bougie, boule, uh, stuck-up bitch thinking you better than somebody. We don't need no more of that. We got to fix ourselves. We got to fix ourselves, and we got to start with ourselves, and we got to leave everybody that's not us out the picture. No running to other races. We going to have to deal with us. Black women, you're going to have to deal with other black women, and you're going to have to deal with black girls. And black men, y'all going to have to set aside y'all differences, and y'all going to have to deal with each other. 
black women have no business trying to tell black men how to heal themselves. You know why? Because we weren't the ones that broke black men. Who broke black men? Men broke black men. So if a man broke them, a man must heal them. You can't do it, black woman. You can't do it with your pussy. You can't do it with your fake breasts. You can't do it with your fake eyelashes. You can't do it with your fake fingernails and your fake ass and your fake, fake, fake. Now, you are not going to heal them with all this fake shit. Black men, heal yourself. But while you're doing it, stay the hell out of our faces because we too busy working on us. So we're going to be over here working on us. Y'all be over there working on y'all. Got 90 seconds. Okay, we're going into overtime, and I'm going to read what I wrote here. So, black men, y'all work on y'all self and stay the hell away from us. Black women, we're going to work on ourselves. And while we're working on ourselves, find some little black girl that you can mentor. Find some little black girl that you can set a positive example for. Because, see, that's what brings out the best in the person when they are forced to have to be an example to someone that you then you have a reason to walk in righteousness and virtuousness and 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 first and most of all self-respect. Yeah, find some little black girl that you can mentor. It don't have to be your child. Go be a foster parent. Start going to these schools. Reach out to these children. Black men, it is your job to make sure black boys grow up to be respectable men. And the reason why they're not growing up to be respectable men is because you black men abandon them because you feel like if they didn't come out your particular penis, then they ain't your responsibility. No, that's that's, that's not how it works. They ain't got to come out your penis. It is men's job to raise men, and it's women's job to raise respectable women. Each gender must do their part. If black men as a collective go back to doing their part, it will free us up to do our part. So I hope I got my my point across. All right. Greetings, nine mind sacred sisters and others, peace, protection, prosperity, and most of all, wisdom be upon we and those we love. To those contacting me about where are my new shows, a lack of support prevents me from seeing the need to tie up my time with weekly blog talk radio shows. Summer is upon us, and when the weather allows, I like to be out amongst those enjoying life, enjoying family, and enjoying other people, and not just having a daily or weekly relationship with a computer, a microphone, and a telephone. I do have a life, okay? I'm currently in a very relaxed and balanced place in my life, and I I don't want to invite all the negative frequencies that come along with being on social media every day. I'm so aware of the abundance of negative news occurring every day about the abuse, mistreatment, and, yes, insane killings of indigenous melanin-dominant individuals and others. But because there is already a plethora of social media, SM is for social media, if whoever reading this later on, SM is for social media, not, not S&M nasty people out there. Uh, there's already a plethora of social media 
personalities reporting on all these alarming, tragic, and unspeakable events. The need for me to co-sign with comments or opinions is unnecessary. Recall my mission from day one was for we sisters to tell our own stories, divest from black men who see no value in us and refuse to respect and protect we and our children, and mainly create our own sacred black sisterhood communities and sanctuaries inside and outside the U.S. corporation. If you would like to make a donation, email me at shiloa 9 by 9 at yahoo.com, and I can provide you with my personal PayPal link or a P.O. box if you would like to send a check or a money order. So um, for those of you, people like, well, we, you ain't got a GoFundMe. You ain't got a Patreon. No, I don't have a GoFundMe. I don't have a Patreon. But if you want to donate, don't use that as an excuse for not donating. If you really want to donate and say, sister, you have been a blessing to me. I've listened to your blog talk shows. They have been a blessing to me. And I don't have much, but you know what? Please, can I have your PayPal link? If you contact me personally, because, see, I only, you know, do it on a person-to-person basis. You know, I ain't got no money to be splitting with GoFundMe and YouTube and all like that. So if you want to send me a donation, you send it directly to me. You can send it to my PayPal or you can send it to my post office box, okay? But I'm not doing Patreon and I'm not doing and I'm not putting up content on YouTube. People talking about when you going to put your stuff on YouTube uh, until I can get my own private page with my stuff on my own private page. Um, I don't want YouTube to make no money off my stuff. I, I, I have no more content to be given away for free. The fact that you can access it on Blog Talk, fine. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'll be putting up some good stuff on Twitter. So if y'all got me on, if you follow me on Twitter, hey, stay in the know, okay? And I've got all my links. I got my uh, Twitter account. I got my Facebook account. I got my Google account, uh, YouTube account. And I've got my uh, Facebook, Nine My Sacred Black Sisterhood account. Uh, I don't be on Facebook that much. I am not on Instagram. Uh, I am basically on Twitter. I jump on uh, Facebook every now and then, but I really don't do Facebook that much. I am mainly on YouTube and Twitter. And uh, I might drop a Periscope every now and then. I'll come on Periscope talking about I'm going to do a show on, um, you know, the black man don't even know how to be an alpha male. And then, you know what, I'll just change my mind and be like, you know what, I ain't going to do no show. I, I, I'm going to go to the park. I'm going I'm to go see a play. See, I'm about living my life. I am not going to be uh, stuck on this World Wide Web, this spider web called the World Wide Web talking to no computer. I'm sorry, that's just not my spirit. You know, I've already had a shutdown life dealing with toxic masculinity, my son, toxic masculinity. See, I've already been through that. Now I'm in my the freedom phase of my life. I'm, I'm feeling free, and I'm loving it. I feel like I've spent enough time on social media. I put four to uh, to six to seven years on Facebook, putting out a lot of useful content. If you was on there with me and you got it, you got it. For the new people just logging on, hey, you missed it, missed it. Because once I jumped off Facebook, I came straight to Blog Talk Radio because I saw that Facebook was a never-ending cycle of stupidity. 
You can teach, 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 but you've always always got two, three, four, five hundred new people logging on who, you know, wasn't on two, three years ago when you first logged on, and they're asking the same stupid questions all over again. I don't, I don't have time to go go back over information. If you didn't get it, if you can't pull it up, if you can't find it, I'm sorry, you missed it. Get it from somebody else. If you want the updated information, then you have to follow me on Blog Talk Radio because that's where the updated information. So I put that on Blog Talk. Now, where I will put the new information, hey, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even putting that information out there yet. But if you follow me and you uh, keep in contact with me, then you will know what I'm doing. So that's why I did this, um, you know, check-in show to just let people know. Uh, black women, our job now is to create sacred sisterhood communities. I would love to see, I'm loving to see the sisters travel, the sisters on YouTube who are putting up the travel videos. Thank you. Thank you. Because you are showing young black girls that uh, getting an education, exposing herself to other cultures, this will keep her from having to to be locked into that Blackistan uh, existence that so many black women were locked into because they kept us isolated. They kept us into black pimpology religion. Uh, we They didn't expose us to other cultures. They didn't allow us to learn other languages so that by the time they up and opened the floodgates of immigration, black men, thanks to the military, they had already been traveling abroad. And they was loving it. They was like, fuck, I didn't got out the U.S. So black men had already got their freedom the hell out of the United States. Black women, we didn't get our freedom. We were stuck. And religion and black men kept us stuck. Why? Because black men wanted to be able to be the slave master. He became our new plantation slave master. The white man was the slave, the plantation slave master over us for three, four hundred years, and then he just turned the, the, the he just turned it over to the black man. Oh, you can have these bed winters and these mammoths now. They yours. And the black man took full. Uh, uh, he 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 took full. Um, what's the word? Uh, um, he took full access. Uh, taking some very slow, isolated black women who we had nowhere to turn. We had nothing but the black men. So if he slapped us, beat us, uh, killed us, kicked us, whatever, we 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 there was nowhere for us to go. And black men took advantage of that. But black women, educate yourself. Educate your daughters. Love your daughters. She is made in your image. Your son is not made in your image. Your son is made in the image of his father. But your daughter is in your image. And for you to hate your image and for you not to put your full effort into cultivating that which is made in your image, it is a sin, it is a crime, it is criminal, and it has to stop. Mothers must put the well-being of their daughters first. The well-being of your daughter, if you are a female with a womb and a vagina, and they say, well, what if I don't have children? I don't care if you don't have children. You got a vagina, you got breasts, you got a womb, then you know what? The well-being of some girl should come before a grown-ass man. I typed on YouTube, I said, y'all the greatest people. We, we need love as a people. We need love. Yes, we do. 
They said only love will heal the world. Well, what's the greatest love? If I ask you what is the greatest love, y'all going to tell me, oh, it was Jesus who died upon the cross. Well, first of all, you can't prove to me that Jesus died upon no cross about no love, so everybody don't believe in that. Now, if you believe in that, hey, hallelujah to you, and I'm not going to speak against you, but you do have to understand that everybody don't believe in that story, and it's just that, because unless you were there and saw it, it's just a story. You have no way to verify if that actually happened. But I can tell you what you can verify. The greatest love is a mother's love, not uh, a woman's love, not for a grown-ass man. No, the greatest love is a mother's love for her child, the black Madonna and child. That is the greatest love. And any man will tell you, listen, it hurt my heart to know that I helped make the very thing that she loved more than me. Most men know that women love their children more than them. That's why they're killing them. That's why these niggas killing the babies. Because once you give birth to a baby, you love that more than man. And so you women who don't understand that type of love, it's because it's something sick and broken in you where you put the love of a man over your love for that which come out your womb. Something wrong with you, girl. So the greatest love is a mother's love for her child and not a grown-ass man. And if any of you men out there want to deny it and you got a problem with it, do contact me and we can discuss it, okay? If you have an argument, oh, no, the woman's supposed to love us. No, she's supposed to submit to her husband. She's supposed to love. No, she don't supposed to. No, she don't supposed to submit to you. That child is supposed to take precedence over your grown ass. And I used to hear women talking about when my husband came home, he ate first. I would make the children wait to eat. Girl, see, black woman, that's why you curse. That's why you ain't got no edges. That's why you ain't got no wound. That's why they done cut off your breast. You got the game backwards. Putting your love for a grown-ass, evil, hateful, abusive, black, nigger-ass man over your children, honey, you, you done cursed yourself for many generations. But I got to go. I got to go because, honey, I, I can go on that. The greatest love is a mother's love for her child. And uh, there's nobody that can deny that that got half a brain. Now, you women who love men over, now, you women who have never had children, now, your love may be for a man because you, you don't know what it is to love a child. You don't know what it feels like to be a mother. You don't know what it feels like to have something grow inside your body and then you bring it forth and then you look at it and be like, ooh, I Help made this. I made this. So you don't know what that feel like. So maybe you don't think that the greatest love is a mother love. But for every, and we know that this world has declared declared war on mothers. All the hatred in the world is because the homosexual gay brotherhood has declared war on mothers. Mothers are terrorized. So if mothers are terrorized, then you know children are going to be disrespected, abused, and terrorized too. When we go back to honoring mothers 
and motherhood, all the rest of this shit going on will clear itself on out. But as long as mothers of any race are disrespected and we have a homosexual brotherhood ruling the world where a mother has no value, whether she's white, Asian, Russian, Jewish, African, Dominican, Jamaican, black American, indigenous, when mothers have no value, the the world is going to cry forever. The world is going to have to bring back a culture where mothers have value and when mothers have value again, because mothers are going to make sure that the children have value. And when mothers and children have value, we are back in the proper order. And then men now have a reason to be men and be protectors and be providers. When motherhood has no value, men really don't have nothing to do. A whore don't have no value. And when when you have a culture where men are trained to value whores, oh, you finna have all kind of abuse. And that's what you see going on. Whores, fall the fuck back. You ain't the shit. Fall the fuck back and sit the fuck down, okay? You whores. You man whores and you female whores. Fall the fuck back. Matter of fact, go kill yourself because you don't make the world a better place. Mothers do. 